Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today we are going to finish up the Odyssey and I'm honestly super excited about it. I feel like I said that a lot, but you know, I'm always really excited about it. But I don't really have a whole lot of big announcements. Um, we are just, you know, I'm really excited for October and Halloween. So that's my big thing right now. I hope everyone's reading something really good for Halloween. I am reading um, The Taking of Jake Livingston. Uh, I'm still really into the beginning part of it. I'm not super far yet, but so far I'm enjoying it. I, I really like Halloween, but I like it when it's not super spooky. Like, I'm a big Halloween town person. You know what I mean? Like, I like a casual Halloween, like a fun, like a family-friendly Halloween, I guess. That's kind of my thing. I'm not big into super spooky or super scary. So I'm really hoping this book will be everything I want and more. Um, I also saw that the X-Hex came out, and I really want to read that as well. But we will see how many books I get to read this month. Um, I hope you guys get to do some fun Halloween reading yourselves. And yeah, I will catch you guys in the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Barely Bookish podcast. Today we're going to be continuing on with the Odyssey with Jade from About a Book podcast. Hi. So this round of chapters, or I guess books, is just not a whole lot happens. Yeah, if this is a Friends episode, it'd be called The One Where Nothing mm-hmm. Happens because I feel like where we left off, there was a lot of anticipation, like Odysseus lands finally back in Ithaca, but in this episode... He's going to still be in Ithaca, but he doesn't even, like, he's still in his disguise and he doesn't reveal himself or anything. So it's just, I don't know, a bit bit of an anticlimax and we're kind of left on a cliffhanger again, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, this is basically the anime Hot Springs episode. Like, it's just a filler (laughs) episode. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing's really going on. Yeah, that that is the perfect way to explain it because just it, this could have all been edited out homer's mm-hmm. editor just was not he was slacking at this part but we're gonna try oh, yeah. and make it entertaining for you guys and just bring our sense of humor to it <laughs> yeah hopefully it won't be as depressing as the last episode was <laughs> yeah there were some some sad chapters oh yeah oh yeah so we're on to book 15 the prince returns honestly these chapter titles were very spoiler-esque yeah Oh, yeah, because in this episode as well, Telemachus, his son, arrives home as well. Like, perfect timing. What are the chances? It's not like Athena planned this whole thing for us. (laughs) So Athena shows up to get Telemachus, and she doesn't tell him that his father's coming home, but she's like, hey, the suitors are going to try and kill you, so this is the route you should take home. Yeah, the suitors, like, they are... Like they're they enough is enough, you know. They're like we can't wait any longer for Penelope. We're just gonna kill her son and then just have complete control. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's scary times for Telemachus, but luckily he's got Athena on his side, and she kind of like spoils their plan and lets him in on the secret. Yeah, I honestly Athena is the re- main reason that anybody in this family is alive at this point. Definitely. <laughs> 
So many Alanis is like, yeah, sure. If you really want to leave my house, you can leave and go home. And Telemachus is like, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, but money Elena still kind of wants him to stay. And I'm like, bruh, he wants to go home and see his dad. Well, he's like, yeah, people in this book seem very desperate for people not to leave. Like, they just want to keep visitors for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because, like, there was no form of entertainment. So, like, having a guest was way more exciting than it would be nowadays, maybe. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or else it could just be that, like, Xenia thing you know the hospitality yeah. like they just want to be as hospitable as possible so the gods just like favor them so they're trying to you know get people to stay for as long as possible i don't know but yeah let him go home <laughs> i know it's like maybe it's just me but when i have a guest for too long i'm like listen i love having you here i'm so burned out please go home the social battery runs out yeah <laughs> yeah my social battery is like max a couple days and then i'm like if we could be in separate rooms, it's fine. But if I'm like sharing a room with a person for more than like a handful of days, I'm like, okay, I need a little me time. <laughs> I'm going to go on a walk for a couple hours to I reflect agree. on myself. I agree. So they give Telemachus a bunch of treasure. Um, so our man is once again loaded. I honestly love this. Like basically you go visit people, they give you money and then you leave. Yeah, because nowadays, when you visit someone, you have to give them gifts. But back then, if you say in someone's house, they give you gifts. So, mm-hmm. like, if I lived back then, I'd be just, like, hopping to everyone's houses and just making my fortune off. <laughs> Literally. People. I know. It's like, you, you can start as a beggar, but if you have, like, one nice outfit, you just go and start, like, staying with people. And then they give you money. Mm. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. So then Helen prophesizes that Odysseus is already at home. She says it's to Telemachus. And Telemachus is like, thanks, but probably not true. Um, And then my favorite thing is that Telemachus is like traveling with Nestor's son. But he's like trying to figure out how he can avoid seeing Nestor. He's like, I really just feel like I got to go home. So Nestor's son like, yeah, if you see my dad, he's not going to let you leave. So (laughs) if you leave right now, I'm just going to slowly make my way to his house. And then you better be on a ship before he asks where you are. (laughs) I love that. It's like the over, it's like the over, like over friendly mom that just like wants Mm -hmm. to like make you dinner, make you stay forever and like chat to you for ages when you're like trying to get somewhere the best i mean we've all had those friends right yeah yeah but um it's nice to see helen in this book because obviously before this we did um the iliad and that's all about the trojan horse and about the big fight over here so now it's nice to see her in this chapter presumably happier and she's just chatting away telemachus and things are back to normal it seems yeah i just i feel for helen like she I really think she left, you know, um, Amenialenus on her own accord. And then she like has this whole war basically for her hand. And she's like, okay, so I guess I have to go back to my husband now, like my ex-husband now. And because he started a 10 year war to get her back. Like how, how can you just like stay in Troy at that point? You know, like you're obviously going back into this obviously toxic relationship and now she's like i guess i'll just tell you prophecies and stuff because what else do i have to do yeah exactly (laughs) 
So as they go to leave, a random murderer joins the crew. Like, the way people just profess to murder or confess <laughs> to murder in this book is honestly astronomical. Who even knows, though, because people also lie a lot in this mm-hmm. book. So maybe he was just lying to seem like a badass or something. I don't know, because as we talked about in the last episode, Odysseus is up here lying left, right, and center. So who even mm-hmm. knows this guy's murder? He might have just been making that up. But yeah, it's funny. Can you imagine making up that you murdered someone just on a whim? And then you're like, ah, everyone's like, oh yeah, cool, great. This is a murderer. Just, yeah, let him onto our crew, whatever. <laughs> so then we get a flash to Odysseus, and he tells the slaves that he plans to go into town and beg, but they're like, hey, just hang out for a while. It doesn't really matter. Like, don't worry about it. And then they fill every uh, they fill Odysseus in on the fact that his dad is like straight up begging to die, like <laughs> rough. Um, and then the slave of Odysseus's tells him that he was once a prince, which like this seems like a common theme. Like there's a lot of royals that become slaves. After yeah, war. so it's like yeah, he gets like taken from his family, and then like Odysseus's father raises him alongside mm-hmm. Odysseus or something like that. Yeah. So he's kind of like... Or it a, was Odysseus's... Odysseus's mom, wasn't it? It was Odysseus's mom raising this guy uh, uh, with Odysseus's younger sister. Yeah. So he's kind of like a foster brother slash mm-hmm. slave, which is um a weird... a weird connection, but... Yeah. Hey-ho, that's the way it was. I guess, Yeah. <laughs> So Telemachus is back and he shows up to the herder because for some reason that's where he decided to go instead of going back to his family home. And they're just like sitting there eating lunch and Odysseus is like, oh my gosh, that's my son. (laughs) So then we're on to book 16, father and son. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. (laughs) So Odysseus finally gets to see his son um and then telemachus calls the slave grandpa which is kind of cute but also very strange yeah i don't really get that like i get that that was probably who took care of him as a kid because odysseus wasn't around but it's still very weird to me yeah me too so telemachus decides to hide hide out at the swine herders cabin And he's like, how about you go deliver the news to my mom and tell her that I'm home, but I don't want to see the suitors yet, which I just think is kind of funny. Yeah, he's like, they're going to kill me. I'm going to stay back. You can go tell my mom. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But after the servant leaves, Athena decides that Odysseus needs to come clean because like Odysseus is still dressing in rags at this point. And him and his son decide to start plotting to kill the suitors, which is great. But, like, Odysseus lies so much for no reason. I know. <laughs> it's just honestly chaotic. Mm-hmm. I mean, but- yeah, like, Penelope staying loyal to him for, like, ten mm-hmm. years, knowing that he's a compulsive liar and that he's probably slept to wearing deer up, it just... She's a saint. I don't Greece. know why she puts up with it. Greece, sorry. Yeah, it's like, she could do better. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I honestly feel for Penelope, like, she's stayed faithful, and this man has probably, like, 18 demigod kids. Yeah. So, okay, so we get to the plan part, 
And the plan is just to hide the weapons and kill everyone. And I'm like, buddy, that's not a plan. They're like, oh, this is this great planner. Your plan is just murder. Yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, we could just easily take these, like, well, I presume to be, like, 15 plus people. Like, Candy, mm-hmm. yeah, grand. I know my son that I've, I've only been reunited with after 10 years. Like, yeah, I'm sure we can just take take down these 15 people. Like, they haven't, yeah. they haven't, like, you know, had all these years of fighting together or, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even know if his son has been, like, trained to fight properly or, like, I just know. I love his confidence the way he thinks he can take down these 15 suitors, but. Yeah, I know. I'm like, First of all, he's been stranded on ships for like 10 years. He hasn't been training in 10 years then. And he's basically just like, well, I, I was in a war for 10 years, so I can probably just do this. Yeah, like he's like, only been chilling on a beach for most of it and just visiting people's houses and having feasts. Like I bet he's got a big pop yeah. belly on him. There's no way he's going to be able to <laughs> defeat these suitors. But we shall yeah, see. He's, bas- he's basically just like sleepy with Calypso for nine years. So I'm really not sure you know, how much physical activity that involves. Uh, I feel like he probably needs to do some workout routines, <laughs> something like that. So the suitor ship came back and they're trying to figure out different ways to kill them, uh, to kill Telemachus. And they're just like, we'll just like kill him somehow. It doesn't really matter how. <laughs> and then they go back to Odysseus's house and then Pen- Penelope comes down and she's like, you need to stop trying to kill my son. And they're like, us? We would never, not us. No, no, we wouldn't kill your son. What? Marius, we're not trying to kill your son, I swear. (laughs) Like, what were they expecting? (laughs) They would, they would like kill her son and then be like, are you going to marry one of us now? Come on, come on. It's been, it's been so long. Your husband hasn't returned. Your son's dead. Marry one of us. Like, makes no sense. I know. It's insane. So then we're on to book 17, Insults and Abuse. So Odysseus is back to pretending to be a beggar and the swine herder is like, okay, I'll take you into town and you can just beg in town. And then Telemachus goes back home, tells Penelope to go up to her room and low key just hide there for the night, which I was like, okay, dope. That means they're going to kill all these people tonight. Spoiler. No, they don't. So Penelope is really hoping that Odysseus is going to come home. So she, every time she talks, it's about Odysseus, which like, fair enough. Like she's really hoping her husband's going to come back. But like, also it's been 10 years, you know? Like, yeah. Like, as we were saying this, like the Iliad, it fails the, uh, what's, what's that test called? Bechdel. Bechdel test. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Penelope fails the Bechdel test. Oh yeah. Which sad. I mean, like she just has no character development at all. No, I couldn't tell you. I think, something I, think about her. I, th- I think that would be asking too much, to be honest. Looking from for Homer. some character development from a woman. What? Yeah. Um, what? But I guess she was like, this is how we explained to it. Explained it in school is that like for her time, she actually was quite like independent and cunning because she was able to keep the suitors away for so long. And she was mm-hmm. able to kind of trick them at weaving this um thing that she was making. So mm-hmm. it seems to us like she does like nothing and that she's all weak and stuff. But apparently she was actually like, okay. I mean, honestly, killer. Like way to go, Penelope, for doing that whole weaving thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then some random dude in town is being a dirtbag to Odysseus for no reason. And then, like, Odysseus decides to go to his own home. 
And then we see a dog of his die for no reason. Yeah, so it's like his dog has stayed loyal. Like the dog has stayed mm-hmm. loyal to Odysseus for ten years, and then mm-hmm. when it, when he finally sees Odysseus come home, he's able to like die. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's like, twenty years old. That dog. Yeah, so I think that's just another way that Homer is showing loyalty. He's just like trying to get. He's just like weaving these themes through it all the way, but. Yeah, that's just to show the loyalty of a dog, I guess. I was so sad for no reason. I know. <laughs> we said we're not going to let this episode get sad, though, again. So yeah, moving yeah, yeah. swiftly on. Moving on. <laughs> so then Odysseus is like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to test every single one of these suitors uh, before I kill them. So he goes and tries to beg at all the suitors. And then they one of the suitors throws a stool at him. And I was like, what? yeah i don't know i guess he just felt threatened that like another man was entering the home in case they tried to take penelope or something or maybe he just hates beggars and he's just like i'm not giving you anything i don't know man i was like okay weird and then we're on to book 18 two beggars so basically all that happens in this chapter is like another beggar shows up and it's like, hey, I beg at this house and then decides to fight Odysseus and then Odysseus like straight up smokes the dude and then puts him outside and is like, there you go. Yeah, this is what I mean. This is a filler episode. It's like, why is this necessary to the plot? Like, mm-hmm. what is this doing? What is this serving? What is this telling us? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. So then Penelope's like, okay, I'm going to go down and I'm going to address all these suitors. And yeah, beggars fighting. And she decides to address all the suitors and she looks really hot. So all the suitors decide to give Penelope gifts. Um, And then Athena's. Yeah, love that for her, (laughs) as she deserves, truly. And Athena is, makes all these suitors taunt Odysseus for some reason because she wants the fighting to get started. And I'm on Athena's side here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, cut, cut to it. Cut out all this, mm-hmm. this boring crap. Let's get to the fighting. Come on, that's why yeah. we're all here. Literally. So then all the suitors go to bed and then we're on to book 19. The queen and the beggar. Wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> So our man Odysseus decides to like keep lying to his wife, um, and they're trying. How to could he out- do that? His wife has been with him for ten years, and he's still keeping his disguise under wraps. I mean, maybe it's for protection since all the suitors are there, and they don't want he doesn't want her to get all emotional and blow his cover. But come mm-hmm. on, oh my god! Like he is he not dying to see her and to just like kiss her or like hug her Literally. or something? literally and he's watching her cry and i'm like buddy it's your literally your (laughs) wife yeah and then he's just like oh yeah odysseus i met odysseus and he said he's gonna be coming home in like a month and it's like are you serious like you're just lying to cause drama now Mm -hmm. i know i don't know i'm just like odysseus get it together please telemachus and odysseus are fully hatching the plan i guess to kill the suitors by taking all of the weapons off the wall. Yeah, I guess there must be like armor and spears and stuff on the wall that they're just mm-hmm. like taking away. But my favorite thing is Penelope comes down while they're hiding all of the spears and stuff. Like they just hit everything. And Penelope comes down, doesn't say anything about it. And she's like, can you tell me about my husband? 
Yeah. Oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, we love um, someone with a very set focus. Love that for her. To be honest, though, like, waiting for him to come home is, like, all she has going on in her mm-hmm. life. Like, her life revolves around telemachus and her mm-hmm. husband and it's not like she could have it's not like she could have feigned love while he's gone because mm-hmm. like she has all these suitors in her house and you know women can't really just freely roam around the place dating people so like she's just probably just been thinking of him 24 7 for the last 10 years so yeah yeah facts so then also Penelope is like really smart because all these people have been coming to her and being like, yeah, I did see your husband, blah, blah, blah. But like, they're fully lying just to basically get on her side. So she's like, Hey, can you describe him to me? And he, Odysseus is like, yeah. And describes himself with this outfit that he knows will like persuade her because she made it for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, was like, nice. so bad. Yeah, literally. He's just like, yeah, he had this purple cloak on with these, you know, um, like, what are those called? Like those pins? Oh, are, yeah. Kind of brooches? Yeah, brooches? Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word that I'm looking for, but. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's this and it's got like this design on it. And she goes, oh my gosh, I made that for him. Oh my <laughs> gosh, he wore it. Blah, blah, blah. And then this is he remembers like, yeah. me. <laughs> Uh, so then uh, Odysseus says he only wants an old woman servant to clean his feet so the servant that cleans his feet immediately knows that it's Odysseus because she sees a scar on his foot yeah and it's some scar that he got off like hunting with his dad when he was a kid that like only like she's seen so that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the first thing that gives his identity away yeah and she's like oh my gosh, it's you. And he's like, do not say anything. Otherwise I will kill you. And he's, she's like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) And then apparently Penelope decides that she's going to make a contest for the suitors because that's the way to solve this problem. She just wants some eye candy. You know, she wants to see these men compete. Compete. Facts though. (laughs) The competition is Mm -hmm. to see what suitor or like what person can Mm -hmm. shoot an arrow through um the kind of like hole in Mm -hmm. 10 spears so i assume like on the the head of the axe there's like a little hole and she's looking for the person that can shoot an arrow through Mm -hmm. 10 of the holes in the 10 axes and apparently you know this is going to uh be good for odysseus because he's amazing at archery so yeah. Or not archery, whatever Which, it's called. Yeah. Spear throwing, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you kill it, I guess. I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know why this is happening, because it's not murder, but okay, sure. <laughs> Book 20, The Last Banquet. Which, you know, my favorite thing is that they were trying really hard not to say The Last Supper, and I think that's funny. <laughs> so Odysseus is watching the girls who slept with the suitor come out, and he's like, what if I just kill them? And I'm like, Odysseus, wow, okay. Odysseus is just, like, can't be tamed. He's just compulsive liar, and mm-hmm. just very impulsive in general. Yeah, absolutely. He, oh my gosh, there's a part in here. I'll talk about it when we get there, actually. Yeah. I'm not gonna even say anything yet. So Athena comes and's like, what's up? And Odysseus is like, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to kill everyone because he still hasn't formulated a plan yet. (laughs) 
He's like, had he's 10 had years. He's had 10 yes. years. He's been on this journey home for so long. He knew there's been suitors there for like a while now. So mm-hmm. he should have had a plan. No excuses. Literally. Typical like, man. Dude. Last minute with everything. <laughs> he is a king procrastinator. Let's say it. Yeah. King of procrastinating. Mm-hmm. And then Athena is like, here, here's what you're going to do. Go to sleep. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why? <laughs> That's definitely a stress tactic that a lot of people take. Mm-hmm. They just get too overwhelmed. They're just like, nap. So Listen, I'm a stress napper, so I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a stress snacker, and then I'm a stress napper, so. Not a good combination. No. No, it's really <laughs> not. Like, I wish when I was stressed out, I would go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish that was my, That's what my mom go-to. Does. See, I love going to the gym, but I can't do it if I'm stressed out. I can't work out if I'm stressed out. I'm very Irish. I'm a stressed tea drinker. Ooh, did you know that Irish? One. Did you know that Irish people actually drink way more tea than British people? Really? Yeah, it's more huh. of like an Irish thing than an English thing. Anyways, I feel like the only reason we have that is because of the Boston Tea Party, and we knew it came from the Brits. So like, yeah. we all are like associate tea drinking with England. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really the only reason. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably. So then we flash over to Penelope and she basically tells Athena she would rather die than remarry, which, you know, good for you, Penelope. Like, stand up for yourself. Is it out of love for Odysseus or is it just because she's just so fed up at this point that she just wants to be single? (laughs) I mean, either way, I get it. Like, she's got a lot going on. So, you know, Odysseus still trying to formulate his plan after he wakes up from his little nap. And I'm like, my guy, like, get it together. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> don't care about Odysseus at all. Like, tell me about Cersei. Tell me about Calypso. Tell me about Penelope. Don't tell me about Odysseus. He just gets babied by the gods. Like, every everything yes. he's done, it's been because he got help from the gods. Yeah, like Penelope came up with her weaving strategy on her own. The gods didn't tell her to do that. Everything that Odysseus has had to do, the gods had to tell him to do it. Mm -hmm. So It's like my brother, like me and my sisters off do these tours and stuff. My brother just gets away with not doing anything. And then he's like definitely babied the most, even though he's not the youngest. uh, Yeah, it's just. I hate that for you. Yeah, son, son privilege. And she's like, Odysseus is definitely like a son to like Athena, so. Mm-hmm. mommy's boy Oof. Athena boy no that sounds weird yeah. um. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he made Athena sound like a milf yeah I love that for her so, though yeah me too honestly I love Athena I can't say that actually I know what she did to Medusa but mm. you know yeah yeah uh, well, we've talked about this before. No god is not problematic in the Greek mythology. Is Hephaestus problematic? I don't know enough about them to know, but probably. Probably, but like, the main thing I know about Hephaestus is what we talk about in the Odyssey, which is, or is it in the Odyssey? Is that where I read it? Where Hephaestus keeps uh, basically like finds out Aphrodite, his wife's cheating on him, and then was like, oh, Oh, let me just put that on, you know, everyone to know. Oh, yeah, that was the Odyssey. Feels like a very long time ago. Yeah. 
I that was rent free in my head because it's also Percy <laughs> Jackson. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so the suitors basically are like, we should still try and kill Telemachus, which like at this point, I feel like they all should know that the gods are not in on this with them mm-hmm. and they still haven't like worked through that yet. They always like want the gods blessing for everything, but then the gods are mm-hmm. like, no, they're like, it's like that meme. I can't read, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, facts. (laughs) And the suitors, like, Athena decides that the best course of action to get Odysseus to act is to get the suitors to bully Odysseus even more. And I'm like, why do we not communicate? Why don't we just, you know, Go figure. Go figure. (laughs) I know. I don't understand why that was the strategy, but, you know, it's a strategy, I guess. Like, Athena's obviously, like, coming up with a plan to get an action to happen way more than Odysseus is. So we get book 21, an archery contest. So basically Odysseus talked to Penelope. It was like, how about you do this? Get them to get Odysseus's bow and shoot it through 12 ax holes. That's the plan. And Penelope's like, great idea. So now the bow and arrow contest is going to be the start of the murder because Odysseus decided that this is the greatest plan that he's ever come up with. It's very convenient for Odysseus because he's apparently the best, like, archer. Yeah, is that the word? Archer? Yeah. Yeah, he's the best, like, archer around. He could, like, give Katniss Everdeen, like, a run for her money. Like, he was the best in the business. So he's, like, got this down. Um, and then he's just going to use the excuse to slaughter everybody. Yep. Yep. Why does this feel like a Jason Bourne moment? Who the heck's that? You haven't seen the Jason Bourne movies? I've never even heard of it. Oh. <laughs> it's like James Bond? Yeah, kind of. Jason Bourne is with Matt Damon. Do you know him? You know Matt Damon? Yeah. Yeah, I know Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. I think okay. he's, I don't know if he's all the Jason Bournes. He was the last one. Hold on, let me Google myself. I think they're all Matt Damon, though. One second. Like, you haven't seen that? Yeah, Matt Damon. You haven't seen the latest one where they're like, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. No. You haven't seen that quote? No. Okay, hold on. Oh, I'm they're gonna, not all with Matt Damon. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, please watch those. They are very, very good. Um, they're They're based on books. But the way, like, that the character in that, like, figures things out is, like, what they're trying to make Odysseus sound like, to be honest. (laughs) So, my note here is, did no one think that Odysseus could just come clean and all the suitors would leave? Yeah, maybe he'd be like, yo, I'm Odysseus, and they'd all, like, be afraid or something. But maybe, like, they'd all just pounce on him at once and kill him, because I'd say he's, like, kind of an old man at this point. That's how I imagine him. Yeah, we're not like we're enough. not like an old man, but I imagine the suitors to be like in their twenties, and then for Odysseus to be like in his like I don't know fifties or something. That's not old, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably were like, "Ooh, we could take him." Like, I I guess at this point we assume the suitors are going to such great lengths. Like, they're trying to kill Telemachus just for the meme. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's fair to assume they would probably also kill Odysseus if they found out, like, they like Agamemnon get, got killed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter that he's a king, he'll probably get killed. But, yeah. yeah. So, now, 
you know, all the suitors are deciding they're going to try and compete. So the first person that tries to compete is Telemachus so that he can get his mom to go home and, you know, make all the suitors feel bad about himself. But he can't even string his father's bow. Every single person (laughs) tries it. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone tries it. No one can even string it. And, like, at this point, everyone's kind of embarrassed. They're like, okay, you know, this is baloney. No one could do this. Odysseus himself probably can't do this. They're trying to, like, you know, pet their ego a little bit. And then Odysseus decides to open up to two slaves. And he's like, hey, I'm Odysseus. Um, Pack everything away. I wouldn't believe him at this point since he's such a compulsive liar. I know. Like, how how does anybody believe Odysseus? You know, like... This dude lies just for the sake of lying. Yeah. It's kind of toxic, to be honest. Like, Truly. <laughs> like, if I was Penelope, there's no way I would want to stay with him. Because it's like, you never know when he's actually telling the truth. But he, like, tests everybody all the time by lying to them. Like, that's just horrible in a relationship. Yeah, I agree. Justice for Penelope. Yeah, truly. I feel bad for her. Like... I would not want to be with Odysseus at all. So Odysseus tells him the plan and he's decided that he's going to lock everyone in there with him and, you know, then kill them all because that's a full plan, I guess. So Odysseus says, you know, keep in mind, he's still dressed in rags at this point. That he wants to try and string the bow and all these suitors are like, absolutely not. Like, if he's actually able to do this, this is going to be embarrassing. So, no. And, you know, while this is all going on, all the ladies go to bed for some reason because they're all just inclined to do so. And then Odysseus finally gets to string the bow and shoots the bow through all the spears just in front of everybody. Yeah. Easy peasy. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Cue the the L Woods meme where it's like, wow, like it's hard. Yes. (laughs) But like the thing that's wild to me is like, how long has it been since he's used a bow? Like probably 10 years, right? Because he was trapped on that island with Cersei. He'd have no reason to use a bow. Yeah. I guess it's like riding a bike, you know, it's just something you never lose. I guess, but like, you know, drawing a bow back is very difficult. Like it requires a lot of strength depending on like the weight of the bow. So how much was this dude working out at Cersei's Island? Because he had to keep up his workout regimen, for sure. The gods just made, like, suddenly made it as light as a feather so he could win. I mean, probably, to be honest. (laughs) But it feels like Thor's hammer, you know? Like, the only one that can lift it is Thor is basically what's going on with this bow. Mm -hmm. So then we are on to book 22, Bloodshed. Yeah, did you get to the juicy part? Yes, Odysseus <laughs> decides that the best way to handle the situation is to get straight up naked. All right. Hmm, I don't really see it. I don't really see the logic yeah. in that. Maybe he just wants Me to either. feel like, maybe he just wants to have his dick out and be like super masculine while he's like murdering all these guys. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> but like, my thing is like, you know, these are rags that he's wearing. So it's not like he could be worried about getting his clothes dirty. It's not like he's trying to hide the murder scene because it's going to be pretty obvious that he murdered them, you know? So. Yeah, there's like 15 people there. If anything, it's going to be easier for them to, like, kill him because he's going to have absolutely no, like, armor or, like, nothing on, you know? Like, not even rags. Yeah. 
Is this like showboating? Like, is he like, I don't even need armor to yeah, probably, beat you guys. Probably. It's wild. And they also, they still don't know this is Odysseus at the point that he just gets straight naked. <laughs> and then, you know, he gets straight up naked and then he announces, like after a couple minutes, he's like, I'm Odysseus. He like has this long speech, but it basically just sums up to I'm Odysseus and everyone gets terrified. Oh, yeah, the big long spiel. I am Odysseus, son of whoever, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Fought in the wars of Troy, led 18 <laughs> armies, you know. They, he could, they could have just stopped him in the middle of his speech, like. Yeah, they really could have. I don't know why they didn't. I guess at this point, they only have swords on them, and he has a bow. But, like, how big is this room they're in? No idea. Probably like a feasting room. That's how I imagine it. Oh, yeah, that'd be fair. That's probably a good, because they need enough, you know, room to have strung up axes and also like shoot a target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's got to be like a feasting room size, but it's like he has to be closer to them than he is to the axes and stuff. Why didn't they take the axes? I'm just realizing that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> free weapons, like yeah. And they could have all just made a plan. Let's all take these axes and just go one, two, three, and like wallop them. This is like in action movies where I never understood why everyone didn't rush him at the same, like rush the main character at the same time. They always wait their turn. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Makes absolutely no logical sense, but I guess it's good for the uh, the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, this man. This is dumb, though. It really is. So then they're like, okay, you know what we got to do? We'll try and save our behinds. And they're like, you know, Odysseus, welcome back. Can we leave? <laughs> <laughs> and Odysseus is having none of it. And they're in full battle. Odysseus immediately just shoots one of them with an arrow. Ouch. And then we get uh, Meliathus, who everyone kind of thought was on Odysseus' side because he's one of Odysseus' slaves. Turns out he was like sneaking away and getting the suitor's armor for Mm. no reason. I'm like, what benefit do you have to like work with the suitors right now? Maybe Odysseus was like a terrible boss before he went to Troy and he's just like an asshole. And he's just like, oh, obviously, like, spitting and his food isn't doing it anymore. So I guess I'll, like, let these suitors take him. Maybe he's like a micromanager or something. (laughs) He's like, that cow needs to be milked at exactly 10 a.m. Not 10.05, not 9.50, 10 a.m. You know, maybe he's one of those. Why isn't your tie done properly? You need to look good. Yeah. If you don't have the wine to me at 10.03. <laughs> I can imagine that, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me with just his behavior as a compulsive liar. <laughs> so then Odysseus decides that the course of action for this is to tell the two servants that he decided to trust um, to torture this other guy and hang him up until he dies. Like, this is a really graphic bunch of books yeah for sure it's just bloodshed yeah it is it's, it's really picking up for like the lack of drama in the last few books mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah this is full-on like drama right now soap opera style <laughs> 
So then the suitors decide that the next best plan is to threaten Athena. Like, they fully threaten the goddess Athena. <laughs> like, what good, like, what plan was there for that? Like, that's a terrible idea. Like, you can't the peer gods pressure can... a divine being who literally has all the power in the world over you. Plus, they can, like, you know, haunt you. Like, they can ruin your afterlife setup. I don't mm. know, you know, what plan was there, but I don't think it was a good one. Mm-mm. Yeah. So Athena decides to test Odysseus and Telemachus instead of just giving them a decisive victory. And then the next thing is like her trying to stay out of it, but she two seconds later makes the suitor's spears fail. So I don't really know, you know, if she's actually staying out of it at this point. I don't know either, actually. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. It seems to me like one of those things where it's like your parent tells you, well, I'm not going to say that you have to do that. Yes. But <laughs> yeah, it feels like one of those moments. I agree. So then Odysseus spares two of the servants' lives because Telemachus was like, they're actually pretty cool. Like, just, you know, let it happen. <laughs> and then Odysseus kills every single one of the suitors. So then... He decides that his next course of action is to kill 12 slave girls that were on the suitor's side. Uh, but before he does, he makes them clean up the bodies. Oh the gosh, suitors. that's horrible. We definitely, I do not recall doing that at all in school. I think we just glossed over that part because that's horrific. Yeah, yeah. I'm. If I had to guess, it's probably one of those things that translators left out. Yeah, because I don't remember before, like, this version hearing that. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe they just didn't have you guys read the full book, maybe? I don't know. So then they hang all of the girls. And, like, very Pirates of the Caribbean style. Which is just horrific, honestly. What was the reason? Because they slept with the suitors. Yeah, but, like, why do you have to kill them? You know? I don't because know. it's Odysseus. Like, that doesn't... I'm not saying it's right. I, oh, it's yeah, horrible. No. <laughs> yeah, like... it's horrible. I, just, I don't... Yeah, I, I guess that'd be, like, like murdering, like, a murderer's girlfriend or something. Like, mm-hmm. you're just... I don't know. Well, well it's oh. also, like... The other thing you gotta think about, too, is... We don't know if these girls weren't pressured into sleeping with the suitors either. Like, we don't know if they were willing or anything like that. Like, Odysseus made the assumption that they were all willing. Yeah. Oh, Which that's horrible. I don't... Awful. I'm don't like Odysseus anymore. <laughs> no. First, like, uh, this this rereading has just, like, I've seen all of his flaws in it this time, you know? Because yeah. I think, like, just the way our curriculum was or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, it was very, like, oh, Odysseus is a good hero. He won the Trojan War, and then he comes home and, like, saves his family from the suitors. But then it, you know, glosses over the compulsive lying and the mm-hmm. slave girls and all that. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah, no. The, the, you come to the Barely Bookish podcast not to romanticize the heroes, but to truly dig into all of their flaws. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing right now, is uh, Odysseus is not a good person at all. Nope. 
like his winnings at war does not change the fact that he's a terrible person and is a brutal murderer for no reason. Like they literally say, you know, he murdered the best of the best. And also it's not even that all the suitors were in on it. You know what I mean? Like he fully blames all of them. There's only one or two like leaders of that kind Mm -hmm. of. And like, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be that many like eligible women. I can't say I blame the suitors for, you know, going after Penelope, who's literally the queen (laughs) and is canonically the hottest of the hot. Like, I can't blame them. And I mean, they like they probably thought that Odysseus was dead or whatever, or it had been 10 years. Yeah. So it's like, I really don't think all of the suitors should have gotten brutally murdered um, because I we don't know who was just like, you know, trying to marry well to raise their standings in society and who were actually the trash bags. True. So I don't know. Salty. <laughs> Hot take. And then he decides to tell everyone he's back. After that. After the murder. So then we are on to book 23, The Olive Tree Bed. So they're finally telling her Penelope her husband made it home. Uh, Penelope does not believe the old servant woman. And they also tell Penelope that Odysseus slaughtered all of the suitors. And she doesn't trust the situation at all. She's like, my husband, I don't think he's ever coming back. You know, all this, which like, I can get it. I feel like at this point, Penelope has been told by many a people that, you know, her husband's on her way and she's like constantly hearing news about him and it never becomes true. So I get it. Yeah, it's weird that I shouldn't recognize him though. Like even in his like eyes, you know? Well, he was dressed as like, she, I mean, Athena fully changed him. You know what I mean? So you think that she changed his like physical appearance as well? Like not just like his hair or his clothes or whatever? Well, yeah, they said that uh, she made him look old and withered. Oh, okay, fair. Fair yeah. enough. It's like they don't have pictures, and it's been 10 True. years, so I feel like at that point, you True. know. Probably a part longer than they've been together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Odysseus was kind of old when he went to the Trojan War, but, like, think about it. Even if he was, like, 30 when he left for the war, they were probably married married for, like, 15 years because people got married young I think mm-hmm. and then he leaves and then he's gone for 20 so it's like they would have been to, apart for longer they were together for sure like no matter how you slice it Um. so Odysseus is trying to figure out how to get away with murder and he decides to make it look like they're holding a wedding Oh but <laughs> I don't really know. Imagine why. him like imagine him like propping up all the dead bodies. Or something. Oh, <laughs> it's like a um, what is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> when he's got the cardboard cutouts, uh, Home Alone. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like trying to make it look like they're holding a wedding and. I don't know why, like, it doesn't help at all. I don't know what the point of this was. Because, like, chances are there's probably nobody, like, well, I suppose there might be, like, other palace people, like, servants or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of, like, the local town or whatever, I'd say the castle's, like, out of the way. And it's not like there's, like, CCTV footage or something. I know. So I don't know why he's putting on a big show. 
I don't know either. But like Penelope still isn't really trusting that this is Odysseus yet. So she's like, you know, I'll pull a, I'll, I'll test him. And she's like, yeah, can you prepare the bed, uh, his wedding bed for him? Uh, it was moved out of our room. It's moved into the other room. But can you fix that? And Odysseus is like, who moved my bed? I carved <laughs> that specifically so no one would be able to touch it. You know, like, I don't even know how he got it through the doorway. It sounds like he, like, built the room around the bed he made in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was... Um the way it was described to me was that there's like kind of like a, almost a tree like mm-hmm. or something in the middle of their house or like their house is like built around mm-hmm. a tree so they kind of like carve the bed out of the out of the what's it called out of the base of the tree like mm-hmm. out of the tree what's it called uh bark the inside yeah what, bark what's like the part of the tree with no leaves on it called bark yeah i thought there's another word too anyway yeah yeah, kind no, of. Yeah, so they're, they're like they're like stem of the tree. I can't think okay. of the word. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like carved the bed into the tree bark, okay. so it's like that's why nobody would be able to move it or something. Fair enough. And then enough. apparently, um, she was like telling him, "Oh, somebody moved your bed," as like a test to see mm-hmm. if that was Odysseus. So that's like another yeah. example of how she's like cunning. Yeah, and no god had to tell her how to do that. Yeah, she just... She just did it like the yeah. queen she is. Yeah, sorry, I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> You're fine. I didn't know if it cut out or not. <laughs> I just didn't finish it. Um, so then Odysseus tells Penelope that he has to make one more trip so they can grow old together. Which, like, poor Penelope. But also, he's like, yeah, god said I had to do this. No one told him that. I don't remember anybody saying that he had to make one more trip after this. Yeah, I don't remember that either. It feels very much like it was a boys weekend that he had planned. And he's like, I can't cancel. These tickets are non-refundable. Like, I know I missed your birthday. Yeah, but it's like, he's like, I know I missed your birthday. And I'm sorry about that. I'll make it up to you in a month. (laughs) I know I've missed 10 years of your birthdays, but I'll make it up to you. Ugh, I hate Odysseus. Me too. He's the worst. He's like, babe, the flight just got canceled, so I can't come home in two days, so I'll have to stay another week. <laughs> so then they bang and have pillow talk. <laughs> and Odysseus is like, hey, just hide upstairs until they're gone again. Because, you know, instead of taking his wife with him, he decides to just like hide her away for some reason. Until who comes? Uh, all the suitors until all like the mob that's gonna come after they find out that he murdered all the suitors shows up yeah so then we are on to book 24 restless spirits the final book yeah which is a ghost chapter for the first part so like we get all the ghosts out in hades just chatting and it's like Achilles and Agamemnon and Achilles is like oh dude I'm so sorry that you died and Agamemnon's like super salty he's like I we had a huge funeral for you you know (laughs) your mother showed up all the gods were there he had like giant games after your funeral and you know what happened to me well my wife murdered me (laughs) 
And Achilles is like, I wish you could have died at Troy with us. That would have been great. And this is the moment, though, where we get um, Patricles and um, uh, we get Patroclus and Achilles being buried together, which is something oh. that's in the Song of Achilles. I still need to read that. I'm so excited. Ah. I'm going to ask for it for my birthday. So, so then I'll read it. So good. You're going to love it. I feel like it's going to annoy me, though, if it's, like, just, like, uh, the way it's, like, not accurate to the myth. Like, I feel like I'm going to get all mixed up in my head about, like, what was the myth and what was the book or something, you know? It's pretty accurate if you read between the lines with the myth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of the stuff that happens in these books happens in the uh, Song of Achilles. Like, oh, okay. it's really close because I got um, the, if you because I got the impression it was basically just like a fanfic or something like oh like Achilles and they all oh, they hate each other and then they like become lovers and like all this. I mean, I don't think so. Like, if you literally look on the back of our book, Madeline Miller left a quote for Emily Wilson, yeah, who's she's the one who wrote the song of Achilles. Like, she stayed really, really close. Okay. to the actual mythology. That's in good. My opinion. That's good because I love that. Like when they just like mm-hmm. take what's actually in myth and like expand on it rather than just like take the characters and do like completely like other things because then it's just like you're trying to capitalize off of like the characters instead of like actually trying to like add to the like world if you get me because like if you the first part is like her doing background so you get like more than just the trojan war with them Mm -hmm. and i really like it like i think she uses a lot of stuff that was already in miss and like i don't think I think you're gonna like it like it doesn't feel like fan fiction to me like I like fan fiction don't get me wrong but it doesn't feel like she completely disrupts the world that these characters already exist in okay cool yeah but it does make me every time I read the Iliad and the Odyssey being like you can just say they're gay you know what I mean yeah I know (laughs) like the way she had to be like she had to say, your friend Achilles, that, you know, we buried you two together because, you know, you're just that good of buds. It's like, okay. Yeah, sure. You could just say they're gay. It's fine. <laughs> so they also get buried, like, and another urn gets put right by them as well. Aww. That's another one of their, quote, friends, unquote. <laughs> Which like sure yeah just good dudes being friends good <laughs> pals. Earns ten feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know now all the suitor ghosts show up and I'm like you won't believe what happened to us and I go and I was like you guys were like really young did you like boat sink or something like what happened? I just I like the idea that like the ghosts aren't omnipresent either like. They don't know everything that's going on because they just yeah. weren't there. Yeah, they're kind of like, oh, I'm dead. Okay, what is this? I'm a ghost. Just going to bop around away for my friends to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, everybody's like, my favorite thing is like thinking about this is like they're at a happy hour. Yeah. So they're like little tables. They all got drinks in their hands. They're like, oh, how'd you get here? <laughs> so the suitor ghost was like, we were just like chilling out of this house. I don't know. And he decided to kill us. It's like really rude of him. And I, I think that's funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely imagine it like a happy hour sitch. 
Yes, right? Like it's chill, you know, some piano music mm-hmm. in the back. They're just waiting for people to arrive. You know, yeah. judging people's outfits or like, oh my gosh, he didn't even die in war. The nerve he has coming here, you know, that type of thing. And there's some guy in his pajamas and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he died in his sleep. Like, <laughs> how could he? You know, the rest of us died at war. Like, could you imagine the clicks that are going on in the underworld? Oh gosh, yeah. Like, everybody that's trying, like, there's, like, clubs specifically for everybody that died in the Trojan War. If you didn't die at war, like, you're just scum. Yeah. You're Literally, like, you, can't, like, you can't sit with us if you didn't die at war. You can't sit with us. <laughs> so now Odysseus is at his father's house. And he decides to test him because he's the absolute worst. Like, he is the worst. He, this is a grieving man. And he's like, instead of comforting <laughs> my father, you know what I should do? Test him. What? <laughs> For what reason? I hate him. He just keeps he's getting horrible. worse. He's so awful to be around. So then Odysseus just walks up and starts lying to his father, just rubbing salt in this old man's wound. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I actually met Odysseus like five years ago. And, you know, I just came to here and I just wanted to see if he was hanging around. And like this old man just starts bawling his eyes out and he's like, my son's dead. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, why are you such a terrible person? <laughs> So then, like, once his dad starts crying, he actually feels bad. And he's like, all right, I'm actually Odysseus. And his dad's like, what? It's just so horrible. So now everybody in town knows that he killed all the suitors. And they are like, we want to avenge our sons, which is fair, because he committed mass murder. Yes. (laughs) And... Like, a couple people in the crowd are like, you guys really shouldn't. Like, if he was just able to kill all of your sons who are drastically stronger than you, maybe you shouldn't kill a try and, like, go on a manhunt. And half the crowd doesn't listen. Yeah, like, I wouldn't do that. I'm gonna be honest. Like, no thank you. I would just, like, I don't know, like, trash his house or something, TP his house, scratch his car, you know keys car yeah. um yeah but like in our world it would just really not be as bad as what it is he has did but like if he offended us in some way you know tb his car yeah i mean yeah TB it'd have to be house. it'd have to be worth yes. something that was le- like not as bad as murdering like 10 people more of a minor inconvenience yeah like, he stepped on our rose bushes that we'd been growing for three years <laughs> so they start fighting again odysseus kills one dude and everyone's like all right all right never mind you know, ah, <laughs> ah, I bet that's yeah. And Athena, like, they all like basically retreat, and Odysseus starts following them, and then a lightning clap comes down, and he's like, "Okay, never mind, I won't do that. We'll just we'll hang here. It's fine." <laughs> and that's how the book ends. Ta-da. So, bit do of they a... get to grow all together? Who knows? It should have just ended with like him killing the suitors or something. I don't know why it kind of ended on yeah. like that bit. But um, what was he going to say? Yeah, the they should make a sequel of like Odysseus on the run for, for all of his murders. Yeah. All of his lies catch up to him. Yeah, like Homer basically left him on the cliffhanger. Like he was going to be like, and in our next episode. 
you'll follow uh, our hero Odysseus. But then it just he... wasn't popular enough to have a sequel. <laughs> yeah, literally. They're like, ah, you can end it there. Like, it feels very much like there was supposed to be a sequel and there wasn't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there is. I have maybe, no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know when he wrote this in his life, but maybe he like died or something and he's planning on Oof. writing another one or I have no idea. I should have looked into that, but oh hey. Yeah, it'd be like that. You know, Hades in the afterlife, we all get to finally read the continuation to the Odyssey. He's had like, what, a thousand years or something to write it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, End of that's Mira. all we've got. What, I know. what did you prefer, the Iliad or this? I definitely preferred the Odyssey over the yeah. Iliad. I don't know if it was my translator or what it was, but I did not enjoy the Iliad at all. I think, to be honest, I can't even remember really what happened so much in the Iliad now because it was just a lot of fighting. But there was mm-hmm. a lot more like different settings here and more god action and that type of mm-hmm. thing, which is why I prefer it. And it was like one character all the way through. Whereas like I feel like in the Iliad, there was like so many random names and like it yeah. was just all fighting. Whereas this like he's kind of island hopping and stuff and mm-hmm. there's a lot more. And it's like it's a much clearer like narrative, I think. Yeah. Once um, Emily Wilson comes out with the Iliad translation, I am definitely going to read that and see if I like it better. Just because mm-hmm. I did not like my translator at all. Like, why did you incorporate Roman gods? Rude. Yeah. There was no reason. I'm putting a poll on my Instagram for our ship names. So I said barely Good. about books. And then I don't know if the other one, a bookish book. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, bookish book. Uh, about a bookish podcast. Yeah. That'd be cute, too. I don't know. Listeners, let us know. What's our ship name? But thank you so much, Jade, for joining me on this. All these episodes. It I was going to say honor. on this episode, but all the episodes. It was an honor. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again. I know. We're going to have fun books to talk about in the future. But we will be continuing on with the movie episode next week. So if you want to tune in for the Odyssey movie, please give it a watch. And then, you know, we will talk about it next week. But we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Bailey Bookish Podcast. Next week, we will be talking about the Odyssey movie that came out in 1997. I think technically it's considered to be a miniseries, but it's only like two parts, I believe. Um, so it's not really much of a miniseries. I think that's just like kind of how they had to put it in. But it's really good. I'm really excited to talk about it. So I hope you guys will enjoy listening to it uh, because I think there is a lot of great aspects of this movie. Um, just in comparison with a lot of other uh, adaptations, I think this one is pretty good. So I am excited to talk about it. I can't wait for you guys to watch it and join in. Or if you don't feel like watching it and you just want to join in anyways, we'll go through the whole thing. So you won't be missing much by not watching it. So please watch it and I will catch you guys in the very next episode. Our theme song was designed by Raphael Crux. Our logo was designed by my little sibling, Sarah, and I'll catch you guys later. Bye!